0: All right. Hello. What happens when you take two very opinionated and very passionate ladies and you put them in with OU football? What do you get in the end? You get Talk Sporty. Welcome to Talk Sporty. This is season two, episode 15. Hello, Sean. I'm Dana. Dana. And here is my co-host, Sean. How are you?
1: Good. Okay. I love the sign.
0: You love Lord. the sign? We're yes, trying for, it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, for those of you who are just listening and not watching, she's got a very, very cool um neon talk sporty sign. So yeah. Yes. We're you, moving you up to, in
0: the world. That's right. Signs. You need to tune in so you can see us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you do. <laughs> so Dana and I were texting all day yesterday and all the stuff. So we just thought we've got we've got hot sports opinions. We need to talk.
0: We need to talk. We didn't we play. Oh, you didn't play. I say we. Oh, yep. you didn't play. But there were lots of bowl implications yesterday and the whole yes. the whole day we texted back and forth. So we yeah, did. we, have opinions, we have opinions and we feel like we were uh like oh you was maybe uh swept under the rug and we're not happy about it, are we?
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, okay, so I have some um scoop on that.
0: Oh yes, what is it?
1: All right. Well, here Is So the college football playoff committee kind of also ranks the teams so that you determine, you know, group of, I mean, New Year's Day six bowls, right? Uh Well, there is this little caveat that I just learned about. The highest placed group of five team in their rankings earns an automatic New Year's six bid.
0: The highest, say that again, the
1: highest ranking the highest ranked group of 5 team okay it, in the rankings earns an automatic new year 6 bid
0: so okay which is the highest
1: ranked not which is liberty and so which there's is like liberty. what 23
0: they're 23 they, and smu finished 24
1: yes and so ou ranked 12 gets screwed out of going to a new year 6 bowl because they, a group of five team gets an automatic New Year's six bid.
0: Okay.
1: okay. So that's obviously how they got the group of five conferences on board with what they were doing.
0: Right. They said one team will at least get an automatic one, bid. At
1: least one team gets an automatic bid. So that means that the number 12 team gets screwed over. Okay. So that's why all along that. I kept wondering why all along they kept talking as about this Alamo Bowl I'm like we're ranked number 12 that sounds like a New Year's Six Bowl
0: I did too Sean and I and I and they even said last last rankings they said if OU is 11th they'll probably get a, a New Year's Eve Bowl but if they're 12th they probably won't and I was I was kind of like well yep. if I do the math yeah I don't understand why we wouldn't exactly and I didn't know that was the cut ca- the caveat
1: me neither. Well, because but I just looked that up today. I mean, I'm like, what? Okay, now I get it.
0: Because well, Liberty I mean- is undefeated. Yes. they went 13 and 0 on the season. Yes, and they will be playing Oregon, who is has two defeats, but by the same team, by Washington. Right. Yes, and that's in the Fiesta Bowl. And I looked up who Liberty played, who they beat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bowling Green. Okay. New Mexico State.
1: Oh, that powerhouse. Buffalo. Oh, watch out for Buffalo.
0: FIU, which I'm not even sure what stands for. Florida
1: International, (laughs) Florida International University.
0: Sam Houston, not Houston, but Sam Houston.
1: Yeah, Sam Houston. Jacksonville, down here in Huntsville.
0: Mid mid Tennessee.
1: Okay. Western Kentucky,
0: Louisiana Tech, UMass, and Utah. All right. Now tell me who couldn't go undefeated against those teams? Yeah. Heritage yeah. Hall High School might go undefeated <laughs> against those teams, and yet they're getting in a New Year's Six ball. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. But yes. let's let's feed them to the Lions because Bo Nix will kill them. Mm-hmm.
1: And I haven't oh, what- seen
0: Liberty play all season, but there's no way they will be high powered enough to tackle Bo Nix and keep him from scoring.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And it's gonna it's gonna be a drubbing. And you also know that the Fiesta Bowl. Is even if Liberty travels for this, because they've never been in a, you know, New Year's Day bowl, even if they travel fairly well for it, it's still not going to be like, oh, you would have traveled. You oh, know, correct. the Fiesta Bowl is not happy about that. Correct. Fiesta Bowl is like, really, this is what we get.
0: Right. They're like, why didn't you send them to the Cotton Bowl?
1: Or send
0: them to, you know, the Orange Bowl, whatever. Why did we get stuck with it? Right.
1: Why did we get stuck with them? And and Oregon is also like, really?
0: You know? (sighs) Correct. I would assume Oregon's like, we'll go to the bowl game, but we really wanted to be in one of the top four spots. So they're not that fired up about going to it either, is what I would imagine.
1: Sure. And it'll be interesting with something like that. And I thought about this with Georgia too, not being, you know, in the college football playoffs, how many of the players like from Georgia are going to opt out of the ball, bowl game now that the bowl game doesn't really mean that much. And Correct. then Oregon, they can have a bunch of players opt out and still win.
0: Correct. And and of yeah. course, I guess it helps their seeding. It helps in the final poll implications, which really right. doesn't mean anything, but yeah. there's always some of that hangover come the first polls yeah. in the fall. You look back to who was number one last year mm-hmm. and you base some of those initial poll implications on that, which they shouldn't, but they always do. Right. No right. matter who leaves, who graduates, who transfers, mm-hmm. anything like that. But yes, I, I agree with you that Georgia is probably not going to show up. Yeah. And I mean, Oregon can probably have their... Backup players play. No yes. disrespect to Liberty, but right. But who did Liberty beat? I just read yeah. you those names. Mm-hmm. Are any of those teams ranked? No. Right. Should they be? I. I don't. I don't know. I haven't watched any of them play. Right. Liberty won most of the games by ten, twelve. You know, one or two touchdowns. They weren't like mm-hmm. really close games, but. Again, I'm just not sure that it's the same caliber that we're talking about. But
1: yeah, like you said, SMU's behind them. SMU's probably better than Liberty. I know Liberty's kind of been on the come up the past few years with their football team, but still SMU beat Tulane. Correct. Tulane last year beat USC. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, SM... And who did SMU lose to? Probably a harder school than Liberty beat because SMU will we'll play power 5 schools.
0: Correct. I mean, would well, they and played Liberty didn't we, have oh, any them? We oh, you beat Power
1: 5 on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so. it was not, I mean, we didn't beat them by I don't remember the exact score. I would say we yeah. won by um probably two touchdowns, three touchdowns. It was yeah. early in the season. I don't, right. I really don't remember.
1: Yeah. But I'll so, have to look you know. it's almost like SMU in this situation got penalized for playing
0: a tougher schedule. Correct. Correct. Yeah. They were not undefeated. So right. yes, exactly. they they're no longer a number mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah, they they come in at twenty four. Right. Correct.
1: So that's you know, um anyway. That that that's how that is. So that's why we are going to the Alamo Bowl, which is, you know, it's fine. We're playing Arizona and
0: here we go. Right. And I think I didn't do much research on Arizona. They did finish third in the Pac twelve. They are nine and three on the season. They uh as far as Pac-12 games they lost to Washington and they lost to Oregon um okay. no 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 I t- i'm sorry they lost to Washington they lost to USC and that USC game was a game back fairly early in the season it was an overtime it was a double right. or triple overtime that USC i think barely uh-huh. squeaked by and won so that yeah. was almost a toss up but USC finished 6 and 6 <laughs> On the season, so um, that's so, that, it's not so that they great. Did
1: the, USC didn't even win seven games this season?
0: I don't think so. Didn't they finish okay. six and six? They Could started be. out six and zero. No, I take that back. They started out six and zero, and they won one of their last yeah, so they six games. So they finished six, seven, seven and, and five. 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 Yeah. yeah, they finished yeah. seven and five. But yeah. they beat Arizona, mm-hmm. who finished third in the Pac-12. They beat them in a in an overtime situation. And okay. then Arizona also lost to Mississippi state. Okay. Which,
1: so as Mississippi State State strength 11th, Oh no, no, no. That's no, Ole Miss. Ole Miss yeah. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah.
0: I so don't think lost. Mississippi state's in the top 25 yeah. Yeah. at all. Um, so. so those were their losses. And that was an early mm-hmm. game that they played non-conference when they played Mississippi state. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that much about them. We'll have to have a we'll have to have a podcast yes. before the bowl to, to yeah, talk about them. But uh-huh. it is the third. You know, they're they're third in the Pac-12. I'm assuming that with us going there, they're saying that we're second in the Big 12. Um, okay. Since OSU would have had mm-hmm. three losses now after the championship game, I, yeah. I assume that makes them fall below. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not positive how that works.
1: I mean, most years. It's going to be the you know runner-up of the championship game is considered second, but because we had the tie and they won had the tiebreaker, you know, it's not like they were two games ahead of us. Right. Prior. So I assume they, they that. had the same Big Twelve record, and then also that loss to
0: South Alabama. So right, All right. Yeah. So what so did anyway. you think of that game, the Texas OSU game? So, um
1: went much like I expected, but I will say OSU hung in there for a little bit, and they, you know, had that pick, and they made it a little bit exciting, but then it just, Texas is too much for them, and I kind of figured that would would be the case, and um, so anyway, what did you think?
0: Uh, It was very much like I expected. I thought Texas defense um, Mm -hmm. will stop Ollie Gordon, they were able to stop him. He they had 34 yards. Yeah, uh, and if they don't have Ollie Gordon running the ball, so that Bowman can set up the pass, mm-hmm. to me, um, they made them one dimensional. Right. And Alan Bowman is mm-hmm. an okay quarterback, but not if not if he's got to complete every pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made some pretty good. He, he made yeah, some pretty I good mean, passes. There, there are times he threads really
1: the needle, right? Incredible he catches. Can, yeah. Uh
0: huh. But then he also had had some sacks and tackle for loss yeah. and some overthrows and some underthrows and you know yeah. that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. um, I felt like Texas defense really put a lot of pressure on on OSU's offense and and made them one dimensional and that mm-hmm. kept them from being able to score.
1: Yeah, and then that Texas player, you know, he had the targeting call, so he won't get to play the first
0: half. <sighs> That's right that's play-off. right he'll be out of the first game, mm-hmm. and um tell me who does Texas play in the in the uh
1: don't they play washington? They
0: play Washington, yes, yeah. yes, they no, play Washington it's the, right
1: that's the other team that's playing my team
0: that's who well, that's what I was thinking at first, yeah. and I'm like, wait, that's not right <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. yes, uh Texas pulls off a big huge win, and then and so Washington.
1: Yeah, Texas they jumped to 3. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. They jumped to 3 and um
1: pretty interesting.
0: Alabama was 8 and they had a a big upset on Georgia, but it was mm-hmm. really just a 3-point game. It was very mm-hmm. close. That both teams looked it, it to me it was kind of like whoever has the ball last is going to yes. win this game yeah. and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Um yeah. and so Alabama jumps from eight to four, and Georgia, who's been number one all season, mm-hmm. undefeated all season, with one loss in the championship game by three points mm-hmm. on a neutral site, they drop from one to six.
1: Yeah, and and interesting because go back the week before, and Alabama was lucky to beat, to beat Auburn.
0: Auburn. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. was at Auburn, but yep. they were fourth and goal on the 35 uh-huh. yep. or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And complete a pass that you're just kind of like, how could Auburn's defensive backs not defend that? How, yeah. just, how did they not push the guy out of, out of yeah. bounds?
1: Well, and how did their rush not, they just stood there. I find it interesting. And, and this was a year Goodness gracious, who would want to be on that committee? But I still, I understand why they thought they should put Alabama in because they beat the team that had been number one the whole season and all of last season. And I understand that the ACC is not all that strong. But boy, how do you not put in an undefeated team? Oh, right. Um, a Power Five conference,
0: Florida right? State finishes undefeated and... Um,
1: With the third-string quarterback, mind you.
0: Now, he was really pretty bad, Sean.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but they still won, right? And at the end of the day, they still won their, their conference they championship. They did win. And from what I heard, their second-string quarterback was probably under concussion protocol. So that would mean he would be back in the playoffs.
0: Correct. He should be able to play probably in an, in another week. He would probably yeah. be cleared. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, anyway, he. It's um, I, I it's watched that game. Texas
1: jumped that far, right? That was, it is. Know. It
0: is very interesting. Yeah. And yet, who's Texas lost to? Us. Oh, you. So. Granted, the last whole rest of the night this- when they talked about Florida State, um, I, I watched that game. Because the Michigan game, and and I'm sure you were watching the Michigan game. Yeah, I
1: turn it over there some, but most of the time I was watching the
0: Michigan game. It was really no content. I mean, you're like, Michigan's going to win. Iowa can't can't make three points. So how are they going (laughs) to make 10? You know, when it was (laughs) 10 to nothing, I'm like, well, game over. Um, That's like 50 to nothing for Iowa. There's no way they're going to make 10 points. They can't make three.
1: Well, and then you turn it to the ACC championship and at halftime it's three nothing. And and we're like, is that an Iowa game?
0: <laughs> Iowa could have beaten Florida state or Louisville. They would have beaten either team. Probably, that, yeah. And night. I guess
1: that's what the committee said. The committee's uh-huh. like, yep, they're undefeated, but, but.
0: So. As you watched Florida state play, of course they had their, uh, they had Travis on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. He's there in his, in his knee brace and his garb and uh, yeah. crutches and, He's cheering the team on, and the poor little quarterback—he was a true freshman, and I think he'd only thrown two two passes all year. I mean, he right. just had, he as a third string, he hadn't really played mm-hmm. any. Yeah. yeah, and he's thrown out there to start the game, and it was three and out punt, three and out punt, three and out punt, three and out punt. I think finally at the end of the first half, they said each team had made one first down. Oh my gosh, one. That is, <laughs> and the ugly, one that Florida State football. made. Oh yeah, the one that Florida State made got them close enough that their kicker could make a forty-six or forty-eight yard field goal. Was something really long, right? Um, that well, was some where the three field goal came kickers
1: from. can do that. People,
0: yes. And I said, let's recruit him, a- yes. and uh, <laughs> he needs to play on our team. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the transfer portal. It was that they showed the stats at half, and and Florida State had maybe sixty total yards. And Louisville had maybe sixty to fifty eight total yards. I mean, it was something like that. Now yeah. they each made a few more in the second half. And I think Florida State finished with about two hundred total yards, but they played their best when they brought um a guy in to play to run the wildcat. wildcat right. And they they ran their QB out in the flat. Mm-hmm. Their poor little true freshman QB out in the flat did better pulling a Davis Bevel stunt.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what I thought. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, they like took a page from OU Texas last year playbook.
0: But they made 150 yards running that. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was really pretty incredible. And you're kind of yeah. like, you know, they just would keep the ball and run or do, do mm-hmm. a little handoff up the middle. The the yeah. guy running the Wildcat didn't, didn't really try anything fancy, but right. he was able to run the ball in and score a couple touchdowns, and, you know, they won the game early. Or I guess it was late third quarter, early fourth quarter, the commentators were like, if Florida State's wanting to impress the um, the football playoff committee, then they need to get some style points. And I said back to the TV, style points? They can't even make regular points. How are they going to yes. make
1: style points? Style points aren't <laughs> happening. Well, that's what Texas was doing, right? I mean, and Brett and yes. I said... Texas is going to keep scoring because keep scoring. they have to.
0: Yes, they have to. They yep. needed they needed the numbers. Mm-hmm. And so what well, mm-hmm. they went, they won by four touchdowns mm-hmm. over a number 18 ranked team. But as they're talking on the Florida State game, the commentators kept saying Florida State is just not the same team they were as they were earlier in the season. And yes, they're going to finish undefeated. But they are talking it up that, hey, yep. Texas should get in. But if but if Texas gets in, then Alabama can get in too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, you keep saying Texas had the best win. They beat Alabama, but we beat Texas mm-hmm. and we don't even get a, a, a new year's six. New year's Sixth Bowl. game. Mm-mm. That's some yeah. stupid logic on my, on, yes. on everybody's part. Is it yeah. not?
1: It is. It is. Well, you know, I, so it's obvious Texas was trying to get style points and, and good on them. They need, they needed to, and it worked. It right? worked. It worked. But like, like we were saying, it, it almost seems like um I'm I'm putting out a conspiracy theory, but that the committee's like, Okay, so these are some of the scenarios and if this happens, we're we're gonna probably put Texas in and so we need people to buy it, right? We need to, yes. to get on board and so we need the commentators to talk. And so I told Brett that and he goes well, I don't know that it's a conspiracy. He goes, all those people all talk anyway, right? All the guys on the committee, they're talking to the media. The Correct. The talking to them. And so it does kind of work that way. But it was like, even during the Big 12 championship, even, well, even during the Big 10, they were talking up Texas.
0: Yes, Everybody they were. was
1: talking up Texas. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they were trying to get our minds wrapped around it so we would... Be on board with it it. or whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. accept it, yes. But I really thought that if the Alabama-Georgia game was close, like it was, was. they would find a way to put Georgia and Alabama in, because they've done that before.
0: Uh Uh-huh, they have. And And I I thought, how are they going to do that? Yeah. If they do that, then who, they've got to say Texas is not going to make, Big 12 is not going to make it. But Texas kept saying, we beat Alabama at Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. You know, if the game had been in Austin, would it have counted? I wondered.
1: Yeah. And yes, they made a big deal deal about how it it, it was there. Yes. You know. and That it was in Alabama. You know, they would try and make a deal about how well... For Alabama, on Alabama's part. Well, that, that was a long time ago, and the team's come a long way since then. You know? And yes. How they're playing now. It's like, well, how did they play last week? They almost uh-huh. didn't beat a 6-6 six and six Auburn team. Right. You know? So what do you mean how they're playing now? This, is, this just goes to show what Saban does when it counts, like Belichick used to do, right? You never, you never you bet can't. against Belichick and Tom Brady in this they're Super Bowl. They're going to win they're going to win. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and then he had the stats to prove it. He's beaten Kirby smart when, when it counted like that more often than not.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's their favorite place to beat him is in the mm-hmm. um, yes. Mercedes, Mercedes Benz Bowl. Benz. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing they kept saying was Texas is so great. They had one little hiccup and oh, you beat him. But one of the commentators even said, uh, and I don't remember which game it was in, uh, but one of the commentators said, oh, you beat them. But they had to come from behind and it was just, it's they just barely, game. Anything it's a rivalry happen. game, anything can happen. They came from behind and it was lights out to win, but I, it was early in the season. Again, yes. they'd go back to that. So uh-huh. it's okay yep. for Texas and Alabama to have losses like that early in the season. But mm-hmm. then OU's penalized when we're in conference play on the road yes. and we lose games again by four or five points to Kansas and three points to OSU. And there was a blatant pass interference on Drake Stoops mm-hmm. in the end zone that even the commentator mm-hmm. said should have drawn a yes. flag that a flag yep. was not thrown on. Those are all discounted because yeah. we wanted to get Texas. We, we, they wanted to get Alabama in there. And the only mm-hmm. way they could get Alabama in there is if they put Texas in too. Right. That's really what it boils down to. So they, yeah. And Washington had won outright, so they had to give it mm-hmm. to Washington. Yes. They had to get to get Alabama in. They had to let Texas in. And mm-hmm. Michigan won outright. And they're yeah. like, too bad, poor Florida State. Travis, Jordan I... Travis broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I will say um, I... Because of what we just said about Saban in those games, um, as a Michigan fan, that that's not who I would have wanted to play first round. I would rather play Texas.
0: Oh yes, oh yes, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you.
1: Yeah, it, it, he will got be, the better draw.
0: They did. They got the better mm-hmm. draw with Texas and Bama having to play Michigan. That's going to be hard. Yeah, it most definitely will be. And it's in the Rose Bowl. Because I guess Michigan's played in the Rose Bowl before. I don't know if Alabama's ever played there.
1: Oh, yeah, that's an interesting thought. I don't know either.
0: But at least Michigan's played there before. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know that you consider it home field advantage, but the Big Ten goes mm-hmm. to the Rose Bowl yes. frequently. So, yes. Um, and then Washington and Texas will be in the Sugar Bowl. Texas, they will travel to that. Oh, that yeah. That is it's, close. It's close. Washington it's will have close. to fly. I don't yes. know how well they'll travel to that game. Yeah. Um, for Although that preliminary the season
1: and they've had, they're probably pretty, pretty pumped. So, oh, talking about that game. I had this, I already told Dana this, but I had like major, <laughs> major college football fail on Friday night. My husband blames me for all this and he's right. He's not wrong. I just had total brain fart. <laughs> Never thought about that game being on Friday night. I thought all the games were on Saturday. Of all those games, the one I wanted to not miss was the Pac-12 championship and the rematch between Oregon oh. and Washington. And I never turned the TV on on Friday well, night. And
0: I should have texted no you, idea. Sean. I I'm didn't going turn it to on. In and...
1: Bed and Brett goes, the game was tonight, Sean!
0: Well, so we had been at a Christmas party and at work, and we get home, and I thought, I said to Robin, let's sit down and we'll we'll see. I really thought maybe the thunder was on. Oh, okay, yeah. So I went to my CBS Sports app just to see what scores mm-hmm. were, and then I'm like, "It's the Pac-12 championship! It's the third quarter! Oh my gosh! Yes!" Yeah. Well, so we turned it on and actually got to watch it. And I should have texted you about it. Oh, I mean, well, I, I
1: mean, but why I didn't would really I not know. think about it. Well, I know, me neither. I just assumed it was some time <laughs> on Saturday. Well, because all the others were on Saturday.
0: As I'm watching it, I thought, you know, I did kind of remember hearing that one of the games was on Friday, but I hadn't really paid attention as to which game was on Friday night. But yeah, it got big billing on Friday night. And then, um, you know, the other games were all spread out. Well, except, well, the Big Ten and the um, ACC were played at the same time. Again, I'm not quite sure why they played them at the same time, but yeah. Yeah, anyway, both of those the kind of comp- well, it's competed against each other. Somebody church
1: goes, well, that just tells you, you know, really why the Pac-12 broke up, because their game's on Friday night. I, that's
0: <laughs> true. I guess that is true to think about it <laughs> like that. Yes. It, they're not, they were not as important as anybody no, else to, to stay on, uh, on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. But the number one
1: team, hail to the victors. <laughs> Go my Big Wol- Blue. My, my Wolverines. <laughs> I yeah, like I said last week I know Harbaugh he's problematic but you know still still I'm 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 cheering for my victors so
0: Well I rooted for Texas in the Big 12 championship hoping that that would give OU yes. a New Year's Six bowl Uh-huh and sure. since it didn't Yeah I hope to I hope to the high heavens that um Washington beats Texas Uh-huh badly <laughs> badly <laughs> It but I watched happen. Texas defense, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, they've got a good defense. They Washington look good. Does, Washington has a very good offense. They mm-hmm. don't have the same caliber defense as Texas does, yeah. I don't think, or I certainly haven't seen it.
1: You know, that will be an interesting game because all season long, they have gone on and on. Well, well towards the end of the season, actually, they didn't do it so much, but they kept going on and on about how great the Pac-12 was this year and how the Big 12 was down. And obviously everybody thinks the ACC is down because, you know, an undefeated team can't even get into the college football playoff. But it will be interesting because should Texas beat Washington, then maybe the Pac-12 wasn't quite as tough as they kept going on about them being.
0: Yes, certainly could be.
1: We see USC didn't pan out. Utah didn't pan didn't out. Didn't pan out. Correct. Yeah. So maybe the Pac-12 really wasn't all that this year, except for two teams. I I do think Washington and Oregon are very good teams.
0: Right. But. I do too. I do too. I don't want to discount that yeah. at at all. Um and they've played each other close. It's been a three-point mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um the first one was kind of a shootout. It was just whoever had the ball scored. Right. There was more defense on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um and there were a couple of interceptions. Penix throws an interception, and the next play, Bo Nix throws an interception. Okay, I, you, you know, just kind of some trading of, of possessions back and forth well, like that. And They say but,
1: Bo Nix lo- probably lost the Heisman in that game. Is
0: that? I would have to agree with that. Okay, I mean, okay. and again, I just saw the third. It, it, at least we saw the last at least half of the third quarter and all the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, he he he, he okay. was not stellar. He was yeah. not.
1: So I guess everybody now says Jaden Daniels.
0: I, that's sure what they're saying. So, and I, and I would assume um, most, lots of folks have already voted. I, I don't I, know when you had to get your ballots in. Yeah, I'm
1: sure they have. So anyway. Um,
0: speaking of that, uh-huh. I looked up the all big 12 first and second teams. Have you uh-huh. seen any of that? Sean and I were texting about the uh, big 12 coach of the year oh, during the um, Texas OSU game.
1: Well and, here, you, um, tell, you you talk about the all big twelve players and we'll get we'll get okay to Gundy. We got so much stuff we can talk about Gundy on. So.
0: The uh all big twelve first team and, and these are just the OU players. Dylan Gabriel it, of course those are the was, only important one. Oh well yes, the others don't <laughs> matter. But there weren't that many OU players, so I was no. a little I was a little upset with whoever yeah. did the choosing on this. Yes. Dylan Gabriel was uh first team quarterback. Mm-hmm. Drake Stoops was first team wide receiver. Danny Stutzman was first team linebacker, and Billy Bowman was first team D back. Yes. So those are all very four uh, critical players of ours, uh-huh. and they all played very well all year. So I was I was proud with that. Right. Our second teamers, we had two second teamers: Andrew Rame made it for the O line mm-hmm. for his O line position. Um he's played center center <laughs> all yeah, year. Right. And then Ethan Downs, our little yes, Weatherford boy. Our, Weatherford our boy. big Weatherford boy. Our big Weatherford boy, <laughs> he's yes. Not little. No, he's not. Um he was second team for uh D line. Mm-hmm. So we got six players in first and second team. Yeah. Um as as far as looking at everybody else, I mean that's that's really those those are all Really good players that were selected yes. Um, yes. i'm happy with that mm-hmm. you know you'd like to see a few more here and there um, right. but I, I'm happy with that mm-hmm. and then um as Sean and I were alluding to um someone else was named uh, Coach of the year, and we yep. we had a little trouble with it
1: yeah, you know i um I do have trouble with it i i don't think that what gundy did. Because he, he got Coach of the Year, but a couple years ago, I guess that year that they beat OU and went went to the Big Twelve,
0: I thought and lost he, in that game to Baylor. Yeah, yes, but oh. I still
1: thought he probably deserved Coach of the Year that year. Um, but really, you you're going to tell me that he deserved it over Sark? Look what Sark did this year. Oh, right. And look what
0: how far right. he came from last year. But we don't want None Sark.
1: deserve it more than Sarkisian or
0: BV or involved BV. in any of those things yeah. because they're going to the SEC, right? I mean, oh, again, yeah. I think it's a it was a political thing, oh, don't sure. you?
1: The, yes, there was no way they were going to vote for Sark or BV. But okay, fine. How about we vote for a coach who has has been bringing his program up, who didn't lose to South Alabama, who didn't get killed by UCF. Correct. I mean, and who had to play with like multiple quarterbacks because he kept having quarterbacks hurt. How about how about Leopold
0: or something?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just got it. I thought it was. I thought it was weak.
0: Yeah, I can't. I I I can't
1: believe they voted for Gundy. You know, and like I said, it's not Gundy. A couple years ago, I thought he deserved it. I didn't think he deserved it this year.
0: I mean. He did have his team in shambles yeah. at the beginning of the season but how how does that make him coach of the year that that made right. him uncoach of the year because their first three or four games when he played three quarterbacks yeah. all a quarter each kind of thing i mean mm-hmm. he he finally pulled his head out and started play, you know coaching better from that standpoint right. but i'm not sure that it was all him yeah i got the idea he got some some um Push from the AD or sure. someone higher up saying, "Come on, you lost to South Alabama. You yes. you got to do better.
1: You got to do better.
0: Yeah. So and and again, and they didn't let us vote, and no, they should have. They
1: didn't. And like <laughs> we said, there was no way they were going to give it to a coach who was getting ready to leave the conference, and and we knew that. You know? correct. We knew that, but they gave it to a coach who pushes the rules. That's for sure.
0: Oh yes, Sean. Let's talk about that. We've got to talk about Gundy and his um, his substitution stuff. Oh my gosh, they've got to come up with a a a penalty for that.
1: It's I and there's such a thing as defensive delay of game. I just don't understand. I and and now social media is like and they have their panties in a wad about Gundy and that one time when yesterday when texas gets the delayed game and the ref moved with like one second left on the clock
0: yes i went back and watched it texas had a late substitution you know the play clock is is it uh 35 or 45 seconds or 40 it's 35 seconds isn't yeah, it no not, it's 40 it's not,
1: it's not for well maybe 40 it's not
0: 45 okay i think it's 40 seconds um Anyway, I'm watching the clock tick down. It gets down to 17 seconds. This is a play clock, not the not
1: mm-hmm. the game
0: clock, right? It gets down to 17 seconds as the O line is substituted, and they're they're back on the field and they're they're set. They're yes. in their stance, and the and ref comes set in
1: like 17 seconds.
0: 17 seconds.
1: Yeah, that's that's a lot of time.
0: And the ref comes and has to hold the ball to allow mm-hmm. the defense to sub because that's the mm-hmm. rule, right? And the defender slowly, uh, the 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 defender that's coming on slowly trots on and takes the place of the guy that's on the line, and then that guy slowly he doesn't even trot off; he walks he off. He walks, and it got to one second. Yeah, and the ref pulls his arm back and gets out of the way so that Texas can hike the ball. Yeah, and, and it can't even a make
1: a snap count in that much time. And the exact same happen exact. Same thing happened at BYU, and yes. BYU got an offensive delay of game
0: yes. for this exact exactly, same exactly
1: thing. the same way. And, and I think I, it happened against OU, too.
0: I think it did, too. Yeah. I really think it did. Or we yeah. had to call a timeout, mm-hmm. one or the other.
1: Yeah. And I,
0: I know what the rule says, that if you substitute offensively, you have to allow time for the defense to substitute. Right. But your defense can't walk no. out there. There no. has to be something put into writing A that little says,
1: bit of you urgency. You have to trot. Yes.
0: You have so, to move the ball. You cannot mm-hmm. take 17 seconds off the no. clock. 16 no. seconds, excuse me. Yeah. To get somebody out there. And the commentators on the on the game yesterday even said, Oh, there's Mike Gundy pulling that one. He does that all the time. Yeah. The commentators even know it. Mm-hmm. So if the commentators yeah. know it, the refs need to do something about it. Yeah. That is wrong.
1: Yes. And it's like, okay, that's the rule. But just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I just But they let him. Yeah, they let him. let him, and it's as bad as our the fake injury stuff that we've been talking about. I mean, it's 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 finding a workaround on those rules, and 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 it's a Belichick move, if you ask me. I mean, that's the kind of stuff Bill Belichick does. You know, he he would find a way to, you know, okay, well, but that's the that's in the rule. So yeah, I'll bend, bend the, rules. the rule. Yeah, bend mm-hmm. the rule. Yeah, and just that they they need to throw a flag on them. Texas is set; they're ready to go. You know, and the ref not getting out of the way. I mean, what what's what's that center supposed to do?
0: He can't do anything. He can't do he anything,
1: can't. and it's hmm. not his fault. They gave them. I, is enough time, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I can get up in arms about that one. I just when it happened against BYU, I'm like, that's not BYU's fault. That was right. not BYU's fault.
0: And they they drained the entire clock like that. Yeah. 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 And that's that's the coach of the big 12 That's coach of the year. That's Way to go, coach. That's Way coach to go. Coach of the year. All
1: right. Oh gosh.
0: What well, goes around okay. comes around. Let's just that, remember that, Mike. Yeah, let's remember that.
1: <laughs> well, should we um like I said, we were gonna talk a long we, A short I time. I knew we couldn't have a short a short podcast. We we should couldn't. we talk about our new OCs though?
0: Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me.
1: Tell, well what do you t- think? You're up there listening to what everybody in Oklahoma thinks, and I don't hear all that.
0: Well, I think everybody's excited. Um, I don't remember what day it was. Was that Wednesday or Thursday that they, I think it was.
1: It was after we saw each other, right? Because we that saw was each other on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. So it was yeah.
0: Wednesday morning. I, yeah. So I guess either late mm-hmm. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, they yes. announced that Seth Luttrell, who has uh-huh. been an analyst, he, he was on the OU, he was an OU fullback. Um, on the 2000 championship team, Mm -hmm. um, he has been an analyst for OU this year and on the sidelines. And, um, they announced that he would be an offensive, the offensive co-coordinator, I guess it's the co-offensive coordinator. coordinator, I'm not saying that right. And he'll share that title with Joe John Finley, who's Mm -hmm. a tight ends coach, um, currently with OU and played at OU. Right. Um, Around that same time, but he's probably a little bit younger, isn't he, than Seth I Luttrell? Think he's,
1: I think he's a little bit younger.
0: Yeah. And um, he will continue to coach the tight ends. Seth Luttrell will be the quarterback coach.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he will call all the plays. Okay. So they have kind of delineated that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what else Joe John Finley does, but I, he'll stay with the tight end coordination and, and okay. be their coach, and I don't mm-hmm. know what else. But the two of them will be the co-offensive coordinators. Okay. Everybody's excited. Um, they all say that Seth Luttrell is he. He loves the players, and the players love him. Uh-huh. With him being on the sidelines this year, all the players know him. The offensive players that they have um, talked to have mm-hmm. said, "We're in. We're not leaving the team. We're bought in. We know mm-hmm. he's bought in. He, we know yeah. he's going to take care of us and and be a great coach for us." Um, when he coached as the offensive coordinator at um, University of North Texas. Um, yeah, he was a head coach for the mean at Green. North Texas. Well, wasn't he the OC first and think, then became I think the head coach?
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's right. I think he was OC first. In the they said
0: team. as an OC, he is a little different from Lebby in that Lebby is more one of those guys that would pass to get the run set up so that okay. then we could run the ball. Mm-hmm. Seth Trail is going to be the opposite he's going to okay. run the ball to get the pass set up okay and then once once they're expecting the run he's going to throw long passes he's a go downfield, hit the guy in moving hit the guy running go okay. for those 20 yarders 30 yarders mm-hmm. 40 yard passes so okay I was excited to hear that mm-hmm. um because I feel like sometimes that's what's missing we don't have that yes, long I bomb agree. threat and mm-hmm. um they said that will be definitely part of his play okay. and he loves tight end action. Mm-hmm. And so he will use the tight ends, not just as blockers, which is pretty right. much what yeah. Levy seemed to use them uh-huh. as, yeah. um, he'll be using them to catch the ball and mm-hmm. to run down the field and to be some of those long, uh, playmakers. Yeah. Good. So good. all of that sounded good. Yeah. Um, you know, they said he will, he is speedy and he will, um, play, um, I I heard the number something like seventy or eight. There should be seventy or eighty offensive snaps per game. Oh, so okay. Okay. he he will um be he like a, a fast paced offense. A fast paced offense, yes. Okay. I couldn't come right. up with the right words. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so what are you hearing? The same sort of um, thing?
1: No, actually no, down here everybody's just I mean, if they're gonna talk about anything this week, they were just talking about Texas, you know, and the Big Twelve Championship probably. Okay. So um I at first when they were talking about you could tell it was very obvious they were just talking about promoting from within and so even when this most of this staff was hired I was there were so many OU ties which is great and and kind of not great too and the not Mm -hmm. great part is it's just it's like OU system and We're not getting the fresh blood and we're getting ready to move in the SEC and all of that. And so at first I was, I didn't think it was bad, but I wasn't thrilled either. I kind of was hoping to get some, you know, new, young, fresh person, you know, whether it was the UNLV guy or or something like that, but- it does sound like the players are on board. People say it was really good from a consistency standpoint as far as where the team's been moving and also keeping the coaches, all the other coaches on staff. Okay,
0: okay. Which would, um, which would be true, yes.
1: And n- number one, too, I think they, they didn't want to lose Joe John because, you know, I'd heard that there was a really good chance that, because he's worked with Levy even before here, and he's also worked with Let- Seth Luttrell here. Before here, which I didn't really realize that, but okay. the, they, people were concerned that um, Levy would try and hire Joe John.
0: Okay, I did not realize there had been that connection. That's fire. one, yeah, okay.
1: and, and that's one of the things I'd heard down here. And so, um, most of the recruit offensive recruits are on board. I've, I hear Joe John is a great recruiter.
0: Good, good. So
1: I like the tight end thing. You know, that big tight end. You know, out of California, he's on board. Granted, you know, um, Jason Llewellyn hit the transfer portal, but we've got the number one tight end in the country coming in and, you know, we still got Blake Smith. So if I was Jason Llewellyn and he hasn't been playing, I'm not sure I'd blame him. Uh, yeah, right. And we still he got ha- hasn't Caden really Helms. Played. I mean, so far, Caden Helms hasn't hit the portal yet either. So,
0: yeah, um, I I think it's going to be a good thing. I mean, I'm all I'm all fired up for it. Yeah. And and I'm okay that Lebby's gone on to bigger and better yeah. things.
1: Right, yeah. I yeah. wish
0: him the best until we play them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was a little surprised that tawi Walker entered the transfer mm-hmm. portal. I was not really expecting that. Um, he's got another year to play. And yeah. of course, I guess he-, he needs he's...
1: scholarship money, right? I mean, right. if they're not going to put him on scholarship, we got a running back coming in.
0: Yeah. So, and, and I guess maybe he's he was like, I can go on to something else. Mm -hmm. So I do wish him the best. Yeah, me too. I think he did a really great job for us. And Mm -hmm. um, I do hope he finds a good good place to to stay. And I hope they're able to use him and let him be a starter there. and, And he can do really well. Unless he plays us again. You know, I don't, yes. I don't know where he'll end up, Yeah, sad to but see I wish him well, go. unless, unless he meets you. Mm-hmm. but
1: yeah, since he's got, he's um, got what else there was one? And, oh, so I'm sure. I had like, a few I, little statistics you know, I bet, on, I bet I can, what? Oh, I was just gonna say he's probably like, I bet I can get scholarship money. So right. I should I go where so. I can get a scholarship.
0: Where yeah. I can get a scholarship. Even, and, he needs even that. and I, I can't can. blame him for that. I can't Maybe. blame him for that.
1: Okay, you said you got some stats.
0: Um a few stats and it was it's really look how far OU has come offensively and defensively okay. yeah. since BV's first year. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's lots of numbers. Um, and so I'll just try and be fast with it, but offensively. When Brent Venable started in 2022, OU's offense was ranked 13th in yards per game. This year, we finished fourth. Oh, wow. So, big jump. Uh Yeah. I mean, we were good, but we got better. Right. We were ranked 42nd in passing offense, and that would be numbers. Um, Uh We finished sixth in passing offense in the nation. We were 10th in rushing offense. Last year, this year, this was a drop. We dropped to 39th mm-hmm. in rushing offense. That
1: doesn't offense.
0: surprise me, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. So we had, had a hard defense, time getting the run established. And then last year, we were 25th in scoring offense, and yeah. this year, we finished third in scoring offense. Now, oh, that okay. big game where we scored 70-some-odd points in the 69 game, you know, mm-hmm. those, of course, kind of help skew it, but sure. um, we finished third in scoring offense on the year defensively is where we've had big 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 improvement okay 2022 we were 122nd out of about 100 aren't there about 132 NCAA division one football teams 130 132 we were 122 in yards allowed per game
1: oh my gosh this year we're 80th
0: now 80th isn't great but it's 40 better (laughs) than last year so we finished at 80th in yards allowed per game. Last year, we were 119th in passing yards allowed per game. Okay. We finished 99th this year. So again, okay. not yeah. great, but better.
1: Still got some we
0: were history. 106th in rushing defense last year, and we finished 57th. So oh, that's, that's we almost job. cut that in half. Yeah, we were 90th in scoring defense last year, and we finished 40th this year. So we decreased how much we allowed the opponents to score. Mm -hmm. And um, one big statistic last year, we were 88th in third down conversions allowed, which is, you know, those big Uh third down and long plays. And we let them get it every stinking time. time. All the time. This year, we were 14th in third down conversions allowed. Okay. From 88 to 14th. I I wouldn't have thought that. That's excellent. Yes, I wouldn't have thought that either. I I thought we had, we allowed a few more. Now,
1: yeah, well, they got them on fourth down. I I was going to say they did get them on
0: fourth down. I did not see that statistic. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: not, let's not check. Let's not check. We we won't go
1: there. We'll we'll, we'll just use the (laughs) stats we like.
0: (laughs) But um, as BV said, our offense improved, our defense improved tremendously. Mm -hmm. We're still not perfect, but we've come a long way in just one year.
1: Yes. Yeah and we you know the um whatever stat about turnovers we've got we're way better this year too.
0: Oh yes, yes and that yeah that doesn't even have that turnover yeah. margin in. But yes we yeah. were what we had um um what was it um something like 16 or 18 interceptions on the year and eight fumbles or so, you know we were yeah, plus 25 awesome. something that's like awesome. that. Yeah. I have so that in statistics somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, that's, you know, can't can't be sad about just losing two games so no, far. No, so, no, we yeah. can't.
0: We have yeah. to hold our head up high. Mm-hmm. And we're leaving the Big 12, so there will be pass interference calls next year. <laughs> they will get called. There will be some holding Hol- penalties. Holding ca- yeah. Hopefully, you know, on their offense, on, not on yes, our not, offense. Not on
1: ours.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. There will be... Hopefully more pass interference called on their defense and holding on their defense, not on ours. Um, Yes, there should be, hopefully more of that is called fairly. Um, If you're not going to call it on one team, at least don't call it on the other and vice versa. So hopefully we'll see some of that.
1: (laughs) I will say they called, they called the game yesterday better than I kind of expected.
0: You're right. You know, you are right.
1: At first, like that, first or second drive OSU had, and even the commentators thought, you know, Texas had a pass interference and they didn't call it. And, um, and then there was a review that went in Texas favor. And I I told Brett, I go, well, you know, they're just letting this happen. So whenever people say that, um, that they were um, calling, you know, the flags um, against Texas because Texas is leaving, they could say, Oh, but look at these calls that we made. But actually I thought the game was pretty, pretty fairly. I
0: I thought um, so too. Officiated. Yeah. They, they did allow a little more um, hands-on play by the defenders, but, but they appeared to be doing it pretty much the same on both teams. I mean, if my team had been playing, I would have been hollering that that was definitely a PI here or there, mm-hmm. but, it, it looked like they were at least trying to be pretty much the same with both teams, I thought. Of course, I didn't have any skin in yep. the game, so <laughs> that sometimes yeah, makes exactly, it easier. <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. Did, didn't make any difference to us one way or the other.
0: One so. last thought. Um, when I saw that Florida State, you know, didn't get in the top mm-hmm. four ga- teams, they made them number five. And did you see who they get to play? Who's number six.
1: Yeah, Georgia, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think Georgia will literally kill them. yeah. They will. If they show up. um, And if not too many of their players opt out. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Florida State's five, Georgia's six. So Mm -hmm. they put five and six against each other. Right. And then they put Ohio State at seven and Missouri at nine against Mm -hmm. each other. Seven and nine. And
1: then Penn State and Ole Miss,
0: right? Penn State and Ole Miss. So they're 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. But Oregon number eight gets number twenty three, right. right? What's up with that too? Why why didn't they make Florida State play Oregon? Or you know, again, I think whoever right. Florida You're, State why plays, didn't they have
1: lose. Liberty play Ole Miss? Right, that might have been a that, more fair match. Yeah, that makes no sense.
0: But I thought they they for sure gave Georgia to Florida State so that Florida mm-hmm. State when they lose badly. They can't complain, hey, we should have been in yes, the top four. You're right. If, That's if they're true. beaten by thirty points, they're like, Okay, we never should have been in the top four.
1: Yeah, there was a method to their madness.
0: Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah.
1: One real quick thing. They yeah. were talking to Sankey. That's his name, right? The SEC uh, Greg Sankey. Commissioner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're talking to him yesterday on game day. And he was talking about how many teams that I mean, he, he is all about the SEC, man. That guy is Definitely a marketer for SEC. So or promoter. Promoter's a better word. But anyway, they he was talking about how many teams in the top fifteen are SEC teams. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, Well, yeah, but if you want to count OU in Texas, there's two more.
0: Right. You right.
1: Know? I mean, I know they didn't play SEC competition this year, but still, you know, he could he could have been saying, and, you know, if you want to count teams that are getting ready to be in the SEC, I think it that then when you count that it makes it seven out of the top fifteen or SEC teams.
0: Well, yeah, it'd be um, Bama, Georgia, Ole Miss, Missouri. Missouri. Um, and who else? Probably LSU. T- no. Probably, no. Is is that, did LSU fall out of the top twenty-five?
1: anyway but yeah if you I, he was talking about top 15 but yeah okay. it's like if you count oh you in texas they have like seven of the top 15 teams so anyway
0: um
1: i don't have the
0: lsu's rank. ranked 13th
1: oh lsu is up there uh-huh. okay well there you so go they're then.
0: they're in the top 15 so yeah lsu Ole miss missouri georgia and bama georgia bama and then, yeah, like like you're saying, mm-hmm. and throw in OU in Texas because mm-hmm. they're in the top yeah. 15. So, I think we'll get a little more respect too when we're in the SEC.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: one of the talks, or one of the commentators early on, um, and it might have been in the in the Texas game. They kept saying, you know, if Alabama beats Georgia badly, then there may no no SEC team may get in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, give me a break. That yeah, is not. They
1: are gonna not going to let that happen. <laughs>
0: That They're is not, not happen. letting
1: that happen. Nope, <laughs> that has
0: never happened. Mm-hmm. The Big 12's been left out before, mm-hmm. and the Pac 12's been left out mm-hmm. before. Um, and the ACC got left mm-hmm. out this year, so yes. but the Big 10 and the SEC have never been left out.
1: That's why they get all the money.
0: Uh huh, that's yeah. where the money is. So that's where the money is. So, all yeah. right, it's that's all kind all of have. a
1: conspiracy, right? <laughs> it is we're, most definitely. They've got all the money, so we're gonna, you know, make sure the media knows to push them. And anyway, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I'm not always a conspiracy theorist, people.
0: Um, OU plays; they play Arizona, and it's on December twenty eighth at nine fifteen p.m. Oh, yes, we're so here, it's a it's late Texas, game, too, and that's you in know? right. It's the yeah. Alamo Bowl down yeah. down in San Antonio. So yeah. It, it's on ESPN, um, and we'll, we'll probably have to do a podcast before yes, the game we will. to get everybody fired mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And hopefully all of our players are playing. I mean, I uh-huh. haven't heard. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's still early for mm-hmm. all of the opt-outs and that kind of thing, but I hope everybody yeah. will play. And maybe yeah, we'll get to do. see some of the young guys, too, because it won't count yep. against their eligibility. Right. Exactly. Yep. Sounds all good. All right. Well, until then, Let's we'll sign out for now. Goodbye, everybody.